path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What's going on, Ken? Not much. How are you? I'm good. Good. Well... Friday. It's Friday. It's a weekend. It's a big weekend. It is? Yeah, because we changed the clocks. Mm. And so if you think your depression ah, is bad now, it. it's going to get worse. Damn it. When's it going to start getting dark? I don't know. What time does it get dark now? It's It'll be an hour early. early. It's, it's already like, feels dark way by too early. Before it's, seven. Yeah, yeah, it's like six. Well, early football practice it's from five thirty to six thirty, and by the end of practice, it's dark. So it's closer to seven. Yeah. Right now we're gonna go outside after work, and it's gonna be dark. God, I hate that. Well, and I mean, with it being where we live, it's cloudy basically. You know, the majority of the time in the winter, and we've already started to have some of those clouds. So, and I just even at the suns. Oh yeah, snow cone's really screwed because he's out of meds. So six seventeen is sunset time uh, right now. So we're getting close to six, and so then by you know. Sunday, it'll be 5.15. You get that extra hour of sleep. What's funny is yeah. they said that Congress had said they were going to get rid of it, like multiple times. Yeah, what's his name? And, Marco Rubio was pushing for it, right? Yes. And if, if a long time ago, Hillary Clinton, when she was a senator, I believe it was her, uh, passed this bill that changed it. So we now do it. We start it two weeks later in the fall, and we bring it back two weeks earlier in the spring. So we have four weeks less of the extra darkness. But they wanted to get rid of it completely, and they acted like it was a done deal. And I heard them talking about it this morning on the news, like, what happened with that? And they said, yeah, they, they said they were going to, and then it just stalled, and they didn't finish hmm. it. It's like, who, who's against it? But you know what's funny is they, get, they do the polls every year. Remember we had that lady on like 15 years ago who was just furious about it? She hated the time change. She runs some organization out of Florida. I remember slightly. And, I mean, she was really a character because she was – she was really worked up about it. She was grouchy. And she made a lot of good points, though. That was the thing. It was like, we didn't disagree with her. She's like, it's stupid. She's like, here's the reasons it started. Because there's all these you know, myths about why we right. do it for farmers or whatever. And we've always said, well, why don't the farmers just get up at a different time? That's not what it was for. It was to save energy during World War I, I guess, is the yeah. official answer. And then it became a rule in the 60s. But it's, some, it's well over two-thirds of Americans are like, please get rid of it. We no, want daylight one, savings all the time. Thing. And I'm thinking, yeah, I wonder who these people are that – Enjoy that we change the clocks, uh, other than like maybe farmers do. I don't know. I don't know how that works. It's probably, it must not be people I know. And you know who enjoys it? It's someone we know because I found myself in a discussion about it just within the last couple of days. That someone here at work. Oh, Bob loves he gets it. Up early. Loves it. And Bob I was does? like, you, "Yep, he loves it." And I was like, "Why?" And he's like, "Well, you know, I just really appreciate that. Uh, you know, when you get up in the morning, oh, and I'm like, oh, because you get up so early." I said. I'm guessing you haven't slept in till noon, basically ever. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, I haven't been up. I think he said he hasn't been up till midnight in memory. He's like, I, I, I haven't stayed up till midnight. Like, I'm asleep before midnight always. And I think he said what time he normally goes to bed. But he's like an early riser. He's one of those early risers. So for him, he said he'd like to have him. I'm like, man, most people, though, are either asleep or they're grumpy. Anyway, you're driving to work. You're going right. to the office. You don't need the, the light. What do you care? 
It's about when you leave work. If you leave work and it's dark outside, it sucks. it's depressing. It doesn't bother, you know me. It doesn't bother me it's, at all. Yeah, you got, really every year we talk about this, and you guys get all your panties ruffled. And, uh, man, walking out the that door. Shucks, guys. It's dark. Yeah. I'm like, well, I mean, you're, it's dark. Yeah. Like, there, we're... It bothers me. I'm about dark. walking really to my car after work, and I open that door, and it's dark out. It's just... I know. I know, and and I it know some people. Some people don't have so seasonal odd. depression at all, or seasonal affective. What do they call it now? Seasonal, seasonal affective, affective disorder. disorder. Sad, but yeah, mine is pretty bad. I mean, my mom's is terrible. The first like cloudy day of fall when it's cool, she starts talking out of her mind, and, I, and I'm like, "What is going on?" And then I realize, "Oh, it's the weather." And she'll admit it later, like, "Sorry, it's just cloudy." I'm like, "Mom, it was the first day." We got a whole winter of this. And I always thought if it affects you that badly, why did you stay in this part of the country? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this is you couldn't be in like a grayer, cloudier, wintry place than right in the middle of the country. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was the same in Detroit, but it's I, know, gray or longer. I know people from Colorado visit and they're like, why is it so gray here in the winter? Because I think, don't they say Denver has the most sunshine? They call it the Sunshine City or the Sun... I think they have more days of sunshine the than anyone. Sunshine state would be Florida, right? But don't they? Isn't there some sort of sunshine thing with Denver? Like they have more days of sunshine than? And I know it sounds counterintuitive, but someone we worked with from Colorado oh, told me that one time, and I was like, "Well, it's just weird because you assume anywhere where it's cold, winters are the same, but they're not necessarily." Lazo doesn't care because it doesn't affect him, and you know how he is. If it doesn't affect him. No, why would I care? Well, why does he care? Well, the people around you are suffering. They're suffering. It's dark. It's cloudy. It sucks. And you leave work and it's dark. Now, I will say the only silver lining to that is that when we get into the spring and those clocks change and you have that first day where you leave work and it's light out, it's a great feeling. It's I mean, it's so enough to good. make you manic because you're like, oh, my God, it's, it's light so out. Good. But just little things. You, like you, It's 7 o'clock at night last night. I'm going to the gas station, and I thought it was 10 p.m. I hate it. God, right? I thought it was late at night, and I'm like, why are there so many people out? Oh, because it's only it's 7.30. It's so nice when it's like 8.30 and it's still bright out. Yeah. Oh, God, I love that feeling. I know. I'm all for changing the clocks as far as they possibly as can as to just can. try and keep it light until at, at least 9 times. p.m. We'll do whatever My it takes. God. It's not just us, Lazo. Old ladies, not just us. Ladies, it's most people. It's over two thirds of Americans. Yeah, they hate it. Do they complain about it like you guys do, or they just go? Probably not. Like every year when it happens, where they're like, "Ah, shucks, Billy, I'm going to be so sad." Yeah. (laughs) Like I think they just go like me. Like yeah, no. If you're asking me, do I like it better in the summertime? Yes, everyone knows I like summer the best. Yeah. I like it when it's light out till ten thirty. I like going to baseball games and it's light out. I like it, but I'm like, oh yeah. The clock. I, I've been alive long enough that I've, you know, I understand it. Yeah. I've been through it. And I'm willing to guess that I can forge my way through it again. But to know that we don't have to do it. It's not like That's there's the this. We you know, have to we, do it. We don't have to no, do it. you have to do it. We could keep daylight savings. We can't. We, 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 us we three, can. we can't. Well, we can't. The three Unless of you us. guys want to change but our America we, could. Hey, we can change our clocks if we want to. Nobody's even here. This is where we always end this conversation. Nobody's even here. Yeah, every year it gets back. Well, to why that. not? Nobody's here. Right. So we make Nobody our own knows. clocks. Nobody knows. We do make our own clocks. Yeah. And we'll just leave What time do you guys want to start showing up? Nine? In the morning? I'll be wow. here. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> well, See? Well, I'm trying to fix this problem all dark. for you. <laughs> We're supposed to be asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to, trying to fix this problem for you. We show up at nine. You can leave here from work. It'll be bright out. Yeah. 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 So but, you guys don't want solutions. Yeah, do you like, just no, want a bitch. No, I do, no, I do like want that. solutions. Right, I'd like to start the show it. from now like on that. from nine. Okay, okay. I do like well, Starting let's, Monday, let's we start at nine. nine. Let's not say nine. That's early. That's a big jump. That's a big jump. No reason to go that early. Oh, oh, okay. Well, you know what? You two ladies figure it out. Noon. 
and tell Slim, me what time you want to start, and that way we can be done when it's light out. I yeah. mean, you can no. fix it yourself. Yeah. But you you say, like, oh, there's nothing we can do about it. They, Our government kept saying they're going to fix it. They kept saying everyone hates there's it. There's nothing get we rid of can it. do about it. I me, get it. you, I and Snowcone. There's nothing we can do about it. I get it. it. If you're looking for Hillary Clinton to save you, then maybe she will. But as of this point, I'm guessing it's not going to happen before well, tomorrow. You know. But what we can do is come into work earlier if that'll make you guys happy. Okay, noon. There's lots of things we complain about. There's nothing we can do about who the Chiefs draft or trade or whatever. It doesn't stop us from talking about it. True. We're discussing well, something. We're upset about it. True. And our government could do something about it. It's supposed to be a people by the government, by the people, for the people, by the people, for the end of time. Timing. Just keep daylight savings More time. Because that's what we want, right? This is daylight savings that we're in. You guys don't even know. Are we in it? I think I we're think in so. it. If you were to write a letter, you wouldn't even know how to word it. Well, I'd have to look that up. We're trying I? to make it Chat more GPT perfect. could help me make it look professional, I'm sure. I just absolutely loved that our boss, our old boss, was the one guy who was like, actually, I really like it. I was like, of course. Of course you do. And honestly, I wish that I, of all the genetic things, I mean, you know, I wish I didn't have uh, dependency issues. I don't know if that's genetic or not. They say it is alcoholism, all that stuff. I wish that I, you know, didn't look like an old man in my teens. I wish I didn't have bad skin. I wish I didn't go bald. But of all the things, I really I do wish, wish I was a little bit taller. A little bit taller, yeah. I do wish that I was an early riser. I always thought, man, that'd be great. Set your alarm. It doesn't work. I tried. You can try. You can, you can do, do it. it. I feel like S. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you I'm can do it for said a while. He feels great. I think he does. It's an instinctual. Because they say it's genetic. So you just got to keep doing it. They say it's genetic. I don't know. Circadian rhythm. They've done more research than me, and I've read multiple times that it's a genetic thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's you know, you can force yourself to I'm wake sure up, you but you'll never want to wake up the way that he does, or just naturally wake up the way that he and other early I think risers he doesn't do. want to wake up. I think he does. When my I bro- my I've got a brother who does. Smart, I had to get there at 6 a.m. every day, and I did that for three years, and mm-hmm. as soon as I quit, I'm right back right. to staying up People late. that we know who do mornings, they've done it for years, and like I've I never gotten used right to it. Back. I hate I it so much. It. But there are some people who just get up early. It's a minority, for sure, but there are some people who are just early risers. Be nice. Hey, Twitch, I want to set a reminder next week sometime that these guys have agreed to start the show at noon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want someone to remind me, and I'll say the first time we start afternoon, which one of them two were like, hey, I'm running later, I can't be here, or whatever. Oh, so now it's a well. Then Snowcone has to be out of it. It's just me. If Snowcone shows up late, it's whatever. <laughs> no, we can start without him. We can guy. start without him. But no, we can't. You can't be uh, both of us. Too, too, I can't control him. Yeah. I can only control myself. I'm just asking. Yeah. Well, okay, well, you won't be the guy that they remind me of. Okay, all right. But I'm yeah, because I'm good with it. That's totally fine. Okay, let's do it. Okay, I'll be here. Okay. I, I, let's do it. Okay. It doesn't change the fact that every other business and institution in the country. Sometime, we're supposed to start taping today between sometime between noon and one. Yeah. And you texted me at eleven. And you said, "Hey, I forgot what time we got at one." Because we never said. Because yeah, well, we did happened. say. That, no, you no, said originally. Said Twitch knows. Twitch heard us. Yeah, but then you said, "Actually, I don't have to go early tomorrow because I don't have well, anything to do." Blah, blah, blah. So and you as said, long as we start no. by one, you said and it. You said. I'd like to start at noon because that way everybody on Twitch knows when oh, we come yes, in. Yes, 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 you said you're right. it. You're right. I know yes, I'm right. right. You're right. I did. You okay. Son of a I bitch. Forgot. I'll come across this table. I forgot. You're assholes. Whoa. Whoa. See, daylight savings does <laughs> get to you. You just don't think it does, but that's what's causing this, I promise. The Church of Laszlo. Are you excited? For what? It's a big college football weekend, it and is. we're all big college football fans now. Right. I you ordered, are, we got Mizzou. I got Mizzou at Georgia. Uh, That's Mizzou. a big game. Mizzou. Don't. Hey, look, I know you're just getting into it. Yeah. Don't. Look, what you have to remember is 
Georgia's best team in the country, and they're back-to-back defending champions. Mm -hmm. They smoked Michigan one year. Uh, They beat Ohio State last year, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, They beat TCU last year. They're great. Yeah. I think Mizzou's got a chance, but even if they don't, you have to now be excited about the process that it's Friday, and people are excited about Mizzou yeah. playing the number one team in the country. Yeah. Even if you get smoked. Instead of being an, you worried got, or embarrassed or just to, well, you know, hey, ignoring it. You're ready. Yeah. Like, let's go, boys. Let's do and it. And if we don't get it, we know we're on the right. Hey, all right, you know what? We're not on the same path as the number one team in the country. But we're pretty goddamn good. And we beat K-State, and they won the Big 12 last year. We're here. Let's go. Let's go. Who's next? Man, I'm telling we you. We almost beat LSU. They're a goddamn blue blood. That was blood. a close game. Yeah, that they're a, a blue game? blood. I uh, what's that mean? Blue blood means that they're one of the greats. Yeah, one okay. of the greats. That's what you call the great teams. The, the blue bloods. The blue bloods. Is Notre Dame one of the blue bloods? Yeah, I don't even really used to be. LSU is maybe a blue blood. There might be a little okay. bit newer, on the line but, there yeah. a little bit. Okay, gotcha. Notre Dame, Michigan, Ohio State, the Alabama, Ohio State, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're blue bloods. That's that's who I think of. Uh, I'm just Those are guys who have been playing college football since 1893 and been good at. it. Yeah, and they they take it very seriously, and they they are. Better more often, or they're good more often than they're bad, right? Texas. Yeah, Texas is ranked number seven right now. Uh, they play K-State tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be K- a good game. K-State, ranked 25th. Texas. I wonder who they listed for that. Um, looks like, and they're at Texas. Let's see, who else? Notre Dame. You mentioned them at Clemson. I don't know. It just seems like there's always some Notre Dame fans out there. What was the other game? KU, I just saw on here. KU plays Iowa State. KU is ranked uh, 22. So if if KU is... Ranked twenty second, K State's ranked twenty fifth. Wouldn't that normally be the other way around? Isn't K State normally better at football than nah, KU? KU's always better at football. No, K- I'm no. just kidding. I thought K State was better at football. They always are. generally right. Yeah, every team is. So does that just mean this year K State's had a couple rough goes of it? I don't. Well, it sounds like KU's doing well. If they're twenty second, is that more what high. it is? KU's is it, good. Is KU's, KU's having ranked. a good year. They're okay, they've been good so the last couple ahead. years. Their coach is really good, yeah. and people are worried that. Uh, I mean, I think he's gonna him, leave. yeah, he's because gonna, him beating, do. I texted my buddy who's a huge Kansas football fan, and I texted him, I said, man, you guys are going to have to pay him. Like, now you got to pay him. They beat Oklahoma, he's beating Texas, like, you're going to have you're gonna have to drive that truck up with a bunch of money and hand it's it over to him. Because, because if not, you just go back. somebody's going to, mm-hmm. somebody's going to pay him. I mean, they did a really good job. You know, hey, over the years, they haven't done a great job of finding that guy. So, but they went and found that guy who had won in smaller colleges. They find him. They bring him in, and he's Lane done Kiffin. great. Now pay him. Lane Kiffin, Charlie Weiss. So Lane Jor- Kiffin coached at Kansas? Yeah. Didn't they get him for like a Snow Cone's just Lane same, Kiffin? Same yes. No, didn't they? they got I have him no, for that's like, crazy. I had no idea. Hold on. I think they Lane did for Kiffin? like a few... Who was the guy with the towel? Man, Mangino. Mangino. Right. I was confused. Are you talking about Les Miles? Les Miles. That's the one I'm thinking of. Sorry. Like Lane Kiffin. Les right. Miles. Listen, I'm not the guy to talk to for anything. Football. It came so easily to you, though. You're like, Lane, Lane Kiffin. Don't forget about you Lane Kiffin so while you're eating about food. It. Right. I was actually I'm like, when the hell did Lane Kiffin coach at Kansas? Les you were nervous until Lazo was like, huh? And that's when you're like, let me put my food down and Wait, take a look on, here for a second. So okay, let me ask you this: Georgia, they had the Blue Blood program. Some this is just from the internet, so it's, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything official. But Alabama, Nebraska, Michigan, Georgia, Tennessee, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Penn State, Florida State, Auburn, Texas, Notre Dame, 
USC. Now, our boss is an Oklahoma State fan, right? Not Oklahoma. They play one another tomorrow. They do. Bedlam. I'm guessing that's a big rivalry. It is. I would assume. That's the Uh, last one. What do you mean? Are they switching They played it forever, but yeah, Oklahoma left little brother, Oklahoma State, to the Big 12. They're going to the SEC with Texas next year. Oh, okay. So a lot of these games, some of them you'll see for the last time. So you said Georgia's won. Big 12 still around. They've lost everyone, haven't they? Who? Uh, Big 12. They've lost, like, everyone. Oh, they did a really good job. So, we don't have to get into too much, but they did a really good job. Like, the Big 12 looked like it was going to implode. It was going to be done. It was over. And then USC and UCLA said, we're going to the Big 10. Like, okay. okay. So, the Pac-10 was like, all right, well, those are, you know, two the biggest schools. And then, so it was USC and UCLA. Okay. And then Oregon and Washington said, we're going to the Big 10. So now the Pac-10 was like, yo, we got to find something. But the commissioner of the Big 12 was like, no, we're going to jump in front of you. And they took Utah, Arizona, Arizona State, BYU, Cincinnati, and the Big 12 became like, the, they're going to be a power combo. Well, in the last three, and the Pac-12, really? done. Pac-12's so, over. I thought Big 12 was like basically almost gone. It was, over and over and over again. And they got this commissioner guy, and he came in, and he literally saved it, man. How does that work? Does he have to recruit? Like, do the, the teams have to say, we, we want to join? Okay, it's like money. recruiting a player. So, like, for, I think for USC and UCLA, they get a full percentage of the Big Ten media money. So it's like $80 million a year or something. Mm-hmm. And then when Oregon and uh, Washington said they want to leave, the Big Ten was like, well, you can come, but you get 50% for four years or something. Then you'll be get the full amount of money. Well, the Pac-12 and everybody else, they offered them money, but I think they were – at least Oregon – I don't really know about Washington, but at least Oregon was like, yeah, we'll take half – it's still more than what we were going to get at the Pac-12, and we got Nike money, so we're not really worried about money. I don't know exactly. Okay. Washington might have that same true. benefactor, but Oregon's, yeah, they want the money. It's got to be profitable, but they're like, if we can get part of your billion-dollar TV deal in four years, we can go have Phil float the check. And then I know SMU, they left, and they left for no money to go to the ACC. They're like, we'll go for free. You don't have to give us any of the TV revenue. We need a place to go because oil guys in Texas were like, don't worry about the money. We'll float the check. Ah, So okay. sometimes you can make that up. So I'm guessing that's what happened with Oregon and Washington was like, we'll make a, we have you know donors who will make up the difference for four years, and then you'll get that full money back. So that's, but it's all about money. Right. It's, it's always interesting to look at those and the endowment as they you know, break them down mm-hmm. by school. And you see just these huge gaps between certain schools right. and the same conferences. But So let me ask you this. Georgia's won the national championship how many times recently? Well, twice, back to back. So the last two, right? Yeah. Okay. So I looked on, on this thing. If you just asked me you know, a couple, I guess, months ago, who's the greatest college football team? I would have said, oh, I thought maybe Alabama. Right? Of all that, time? That, no, just like. Right now, who's the team to beat? Who's been the team to beat? I'd say probably Alabama, Alabama. I guess. I don't know. know. And I'm looking at Alabama here, and Alabama's ranked uh, number eight right now. Yeah, but that's right. So is it they're having a down time right now? Down a down year this year. Uh, Okay. But they stood, but yes, they lost to Texas. Okay. And they haven't looked great, and they don't have a great quarterback. But they've been figuring out some way to win. They got to play LSU this week. If they beat LSU, 
then they, they'll get a rematch with Georgia. Okay. And they, they could stip, you know, like, I wouldn't bet against Alabama. It's going to be Alabama and Georgia or Alabama and or Georgia and LSU. It's going to those, those are blue the teams. blood don't teams, bet, right? Don't bet yeah. against them. Yeah, okay. They always just get better players, man. And Oregon, our guy is having a the hell of a season. Hell of a season, right? I mean, they're ranked number six. Oh, man, damn. And yeah. that's... That I mean, that's this is not a team that's usually they lost ranked to Washington, that high. right? They lost to Washington by three, but they've crushed people since then, and everybody thinks. I think a lot of people think they're gonna if they can run the table, right, and get back into the Pac-12 championship game, they'll play Washington again, and I think they'll beat them. Okay, and then they'll go to the college football playoffs. I think they'd be hard to beat. I think he's that good of a coach. Okay, so now how do the bowls work? Each conference has a bowl, I assume, right? No, or championship? So, well, that's we can get out. Then it's going to get too much. But okay. all you have to worry about now, they have bowl games. Yeah, those are kind of the bowl games are still in the college football playoff. They're mm-hmm. called a ball bowl, but just worry about the top four teams mm-hmm. go to the college football playoff. Okay, everybody else goes to a different bowl game. Are they expanding that? The, next year will be twelve. Nice. The top four teams uh, in all of college football are in the top each four team? in those rankings. Oh wow! Reading. Okay, okay. So like if it started today, it'd be Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia. Yeah, and I forget who was four. Washington, Let me maybe. See, I'm looking for four right now, but it could be that it's someone that's not playing tomorrow. And I'm just scrolling through, looking at them one by one. Yeah, Georgia is one. Oh, Florida State is. Oh, Florida four. State. Yeah. So uh, they're undefeated. Blow too. below Seminole wind. So Oregon plays tomorrow at I think it said like four thirty. Now they're playing. It looked like a team that maybe wasn't that great. Uh, California. Who the hell was it? They're playing California. Okay, at four thirty. Yeah, they're playing Cal. So I probably won't be able to watch that game because why? Uh, because I'm saying it probably won't be televised here, or will oh, it? It will be. It will be. Yeah. So I, I can watch that one, even yeah. though it's California. Okay. I think I've only missed one of them. I was like on the Pac-12 network, but I think you'll be able to find it somewhere. Okay, because MU plays at two thirty. Yeah. I ordered a brand new thing. It's supposed to come in the morning. I paid for the the extra three dollars to get it overnight shipped. I got a, a new. Like DVR, right? Just mm-hmm. for this, so that I, I can tape a game they're not watching and also be able to pause one game that I'm watching. All for college football. I'm ready to do this. Look, I'm sorry, Arkansas. I tried a few years ago. My brother graduated from there. I just didn't have the full connection. Sure. I appreciated the merchandise and everything else. But Plus, you've been trying to find matter. a team. But now MU is. And, and MU is starting, you know, they're there, they're good. Yeah. And, you know, you're starting to and build Oregon. rivalries. Yes. You yes. know, with MU. Which, you before know, they were just the team you, that they They'll be on TV about. a lot. Because I know you're having a hard time finding, but they're playing the SEC. The SEC is always on. It's ESPN, right? So you you'll be able to, to find it ESPN somehow. A lot of times. ESPN, ESPN two. It'll at least be on the app every yeah. time, yeah. so you'll be able to watch it. But I think you said tomorrow's game will be like on CBS think, here yes, locally. CBS, think, maybe yeah. we, we looked it up. I don't remember. And then Oregon will be somewhere. I'll find it. Will be. To it's watch not it. such a huge game, but you have to. Right, chase because it. they're playing Cal's California. Not very good. But, but still, those are our teams. Oh, those, those are my teams. Yeah. You got Michigan and Oregon. No, Michigan and Oregon. That's all you care about. And Snow Cone, you're about. a KU guy. KU and Oregon. In Oregon. Are you. No, are you, I do like Miami, too. Okay. Of course. You I do. root that for Miami. That doesn't surprise me at all. Just like the Dolphins, and I, I root for the Hurricanes. Well, those are my three. Snowcone, as a KU fan, do you really dislike K State in the sense that, like, if they were in a national championship, you would root against K State? No, I don't no. care enough. Oh, okay, but Lazo, the rivalry with Michigan State—if Michigan State, Michigan like, State's not going to the—I state. understand, but there's okay. never, there's no situation where you find yourself rooting for Michigan State, right? Or maybe if they're playing, they're playing Ohio, Ohio state, state, then yeah. you might root for Michigan or Notre State. Dame. Oh, really? Even Notre Dame you might root for? Yeah, them? just because Notre Dame's usually better. Okay. So I'm like, oh, well, I'd be nice if Michigan State would beat them. Yeah. You know, like, because they're usually not very... I mean, they've been good over the years, but... Yeah. 
Okay, I just need to get. I've got my Michigan merch. Yeah. I was going through the closet this morning. I was like, I need. That's what I need to do. The last step here is I'll pay. Man, I have to tell you something. You need Oregon gear. I, I need Oregon gear and I need MU gear. Dan sent me some. Okay, and it came in a box, and there was my sizes and your size, and uh, Euro took it. He wore it to school. He opened up the box because well, we always open the Amazon stuff and he pulled it. But I have stuff hanging up. I'll bring you a long sleeve jersey. It's a problem. I can order some. No, no, no. I've got more. Okay. I just said okay. he opened it okay. all and they, both the boys were just wearing Oregon stuff to school. Okay. The thing about MU is I want and the gold with the I've got old Oregon sweatshirts for some reason. Okay. I that saw them hanging up. Like I went through all my hoodies and there was like old Oregon sweatshirts. So I can bring you one of those too. All right, too. cool. Doesn't surprise me at all. I just need to find an MU. I, I like the, so many the gold. old college sweatshirts. Stuff I I'm like, what? I don't know where this came from. If someone can tell me. Farmingdale University. I'm like, where is that? Farmingdale. Yeah, what were you wearing yesterday or day before? I don't even remember. I remember, yeah. Some school. I was like, okay, is that a real Lafayette place? Lafayette College. I have one. I don't know. I need to find one of those old. I want one of those retro MU ones where it's gold with the black, not all black with the gold. Okay. Nothing against the colors, no. but I like the ones that you know. I want one of those gold sweatshirts, and then the 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 font is in black. I'm guessing you can probably oh, buy so that. So Poncho says your house. MU game would be on CBS slash Paramount app. Yeah, Paramount. I, I know do. you do. Yep. So there you go. Yep. Okay. Boom. Got it. Good. You're good. This You're is exciting. You, you can exciting. actually tape it. Go to my last game coaching tomorrow. Okay. I can then tape come both. back. And watch the MU game. Yep. Tape Just turn it. off the announce all the announcements on your phone. Tape uh, Oregon and tape yep. uh, and then Missouri. Stuff to do. And then, yep, absolutely. This is very exciting, being a college football fan. And then Sunday, it's the yeah, NFL. Right. It's crazy what you guys have been living with this whole time. It's amazing. <laughs> the, church. the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. You good, you big son of a bitch? Good. How are you? I'm good, man. Good. Uh... Talking about an NFL over there, Nick. Uh, worried about Tyreek Hill and the Dolphins. They're pretty good. I saw them talking about Tyreek. This week, right, in Germany? Yeah. I didn't know that until today. Well, not I, I know. Yeah, they got there today, I think. I mean, I guess I remember when they announced it originally, but then I completely forgot. Are they trying to? I mean, we know that in yeah, they're London they're trying sport. to make it a... Popular trying to make it an international sport. More yeah. money, right? This is the first game in Germany, right? I believe so. I think it is. Yeah, and because uh, they've done Mexico City, they I had think a team in... in the World Football League, so they've been trying to, you know, expand it for sure. Well, and in London, I mean, it's popular. When I went to that game, it was sold out, and not only was it sold out, but I mean, it was like uh, mass hysteria. People were super excited. Now, when you asked people at the bars and stuff, they would be wearing NFL jerseys. Yeah, and oh, you know, you're a fan of them, and they would say, well. I, you know, my brother moved there and yeah. sent me a jersey, or I visited there once. And you asked about the game, like we have no idea how it works. I've seen people on like college and NFL message boards and stuff who are like, you know, I'm from Germany and I'm a Jaguars fan. And they're like, mm. why? And they're like, just looked at the teams and picked one. And picked but, a jersey, you know, right? yeah. that's it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Kind of like we are, I guess. With you know, if you follow the. European soccer league, you know, you're like, well, who are you a fan of? I'm like, well, I just picked one. They talk about this player a lot, or I like that uniform a lot. Right, I like that name. Yeah, but it seemed like no one understood the rules, and I wonder when they televise the, so the games. Over there. I'm like, most of the people who watch football here don't really know the rules. Well, right, I mean, they, they didn't vague of the rules. They didn't understand the even the vagueness. They didn't know right. what was going on, and so I just wonder in the television, in the televised version, I of those did games watch over the there, Royals if they game it. with Alt J, and they were just like. 
all right, explain this to me again. And right. I'm like, well, and in my head, I'm like, it's not that hard. But then it is. But then I'm like, wait, it is. And they're like, okay, so he hit the ball, but the guy can't run. I'm like, no, he's got to go tag. Right. Tag what? Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? There is a lot. It's just something we grew up with. Yep. Even the, the most unathletic kid gets kind of the rules because he played kickball in the third grade. Like, I understand it. Yep. I may not know everything about it, but I have a, the basic idea. You have a starting down. point. Right. Their starting point when is I watch zero. it, I know. Right. So they're like, tag what? Why would they tag? They got to tag it. Then what? And I'm like, yeah. Well, he's got to wait till it actually is in his glove. And then what can he do? I'm like, then he can run. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know what? Why? And I'm like, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, who knows? There's a lot of that, too. Like, well, why? Why, why then? I'm like... It's like a little kid. I, I don't know why. Yeah. Why and then uh, I'm like, you know, like, well, what if the, oh, so uh, he's out at first, but that run went across home plate. Does that count? I'm like, no, 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 no. But if he was out at second, it would. <laughs> right. Exactly. That why? Is a, that is I'm a like, good example of one of those. I don't, like, I don't know. really know. I don't know. <laughs> I guess to get more people on base, I'm not exactly sure. Right. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, you have to have kind of a starting point. If it's zero, you forget. Like, and that I watched the Chiefs game with Alton J. So uh-huh. like, I'm like, you know, do you understand this? No, no. And then it was, <laughs> you know, so why are they doing this? Well, you know, they ran out of. They ran out of, of tries and like, but I don't understand the, the, the tries. I'm like, we, but we already went over this, right? Because we just talked about this earlier. You get four, and then I'm like, yeah, but that was only three. And I'm like, right, but on their fourth, they decided this. Just you realize like they're starting from zero. Right. There is no basic understanding. Like they knew, I think that this team is trying to move the ball down the field that way, and this team was trying to move the ball down the field that way, and that was it. That's all they knew. Who can touch it? What happens when it touches the ground? All that stuff. Total mystery. That's why, and I'm not saying this, uh, don't get mad at me, because I know there's a lot of soccer fans, uh, and I know there's a lot of hockey fans, too, and I consider them kind of the same. You can watch those sports and not really have to know the rules. Yes. There's a puck or a ball, and these guys are trying to get into that goal, and they're trying to get into this goal, and then every once in a while, you're like, why is that offsides? And everybody's like... I don't really know. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, because that person was past the furthest person. Like, uh, forget it. What's icing? But really don't worry the, about right, it. Right. But the whole like, most of the time is just trying to get this ball this way. They're trying to stop the ball from going this way. Yep. And they're try- like, so there's not a lot of like punting or, right. you know, stuff that can kind of throw you off kickoffs and yep. onside kicks and fair catches. And, well, why can't he tackle him? Because he told him, don't tackle me. <laughs> right. Well, how's he? Why can anybody else do that? No, oh, just no. that guy. Except for, I think there are few times that it can happen, but I can't really bring them up to you right now. I know you can fair catch a kickoff now. Oh, you can? Yeah. Yeah. All right, you know what? Well, uh, when he didn't catch the punt and the other team came down and touched it, it stayed with that team. But when it happened on the kickoff, that team got it. Why? I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. I don't know. So the answer to that. Trying I have to explain no a safety. Yeah. No, no. Wait, they got two points, so who, why are they kicking? So, right, you yeah. know, I've never understood that myself. <laughs> right, yeah. I, I don't really know. Because and, I really think they're like, because you're so dumb. Yeah, just you go with so it. You're so dumb, you got tackled in your own end zone. Now you have to not only give us two points, you have to give us the give ball. Give us the ball on another you're try. Dumb. You suck. Yeah, you that suck never should happen. Get rid of the ball. <laughs> right. All you had to do you is get out of the end that zone. That is the, you suck in your dumb penalty. That's yep. a safety. Yep, exactly. And why do they call it a safety? I don't know. Do Me neither. You? Like, okay. there's nothing safe about it. Right, I have no idea. I mean, idea. I'm not trying to be like a comedian there, but usually if it's a safety, somebody got their ass lit up in the end zone. Yeah, I don't. It's the exact opposite of safe. Like, a fair catch should be called a safety. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm 
calling for my safety. Yeah. <laughs> right? stuff, that know. stuff you don't even think about, though, as a right. fan, because you're just used to it. It's just mm-hmm. part of it. But I'm willing to bet that on those games on TV there that they probably do a different uh, broadcast and try to explain well, a little sure bit more do. what's going on. I mean, on. Madden was the best. Well, yeah. They, if and Madden, alive, people, and people football there. fans would be like, I hate Madden, I hate Madden, I hate Madden. I'm like, yeah, well, you guys don't get it. Is he's People love him because he's making football. He's explaining it to people. Who don't understand it like you do. Exactly. He's not, you know, if you want the more intricacies of that, then watch the Manning brothers. Yeah, exactly. Right? Watch them because they'll talk a bunch of crap and then all of a sudden be like, well, what the hell's he doing? And they start talking about stuff. He's in cover three. You know, he's there. You know, and then if you. Mad wasn't going to do that. No. What cover three or cover two or cover zero is. You don't. It's fine. No, they need someone to explain what just happened when right. the safety happened because exactly. they don't get it. Why were there two points? Madden you know was I mean? the best at it, and that's uh, and you're making bigger fans of the sport by doing that. The exactly. more you understand it, I mean, baseball especially is that way. You could understand the basics of baseball, the, yeah. the very basic rules, and you might be like, "What's a balk?" or whatever. But right. if you understand the basic by rules the way, of baseball, everybody says what's a balk. So right. So you can understand the, the basic rules of baseball. It still be a lot more fun for you if you want to be a fan once sure. you start to understand. The intricacies, the intricacies and yes. the unspoken rules, right. and that that makes it more fun. Right. Now, as far as like needing to know who the quarterback in Miami is, that just means you're a fan of college football or whatever, right? Right. And yeah. you you care about watching two teams that you have no connection right. to in any way, shape, or form. I'm saying just to be a fan of your own team, it can make it. It well, it does make it. I don't think there's any denying that more fun when you un- understand what's going on. And Madden did that. Yes. I've always thought that they should do great. the dual broadcast where they say, "Here's the broadcast for the football nerds," and yep. then here's the broadcast for the casual. And they kind of do it for Monday night. Yeah, I mean they do. You know, like they'll bring in Brady or whatever, yeah. and he'll sit. And the, uh, the Manning brothers have fun and joke around. Yeah, but when there's a play, they're like, you know, there's plenty of times where I'm watching the Manning brothers. They're like, oh well. He's just going to throw a seam route here, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, how did he know that? Like, yeah. And I'm like, well, because they're pretty good. And he's smarter than me. Like, I watch a lot of football, and, but they're still smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. They get it. You Didn't know? they do a kid's version for a while, that Nickelodeon thing? They did, thing? and that was cool, too. I, but I don't remember if they, in that, were they trying to help explain to yes. kids how it was? You oh, just yeah, think the league would do that. They contract with the NFL. They're doing something. Oh, they like did? Mm hmm. Disney? I remember I was showing you that. Oh, because it was on Nickelodeon before. Yeah, so Nickelodeon did a Ford Disney sign one now, and they talked about how they're going to have. Their characters and their IP like involved, kind of like right. what Nickelodeon did, but okay. a Disney version. Yeah, I thought I, the Nickelodeon thing was cool. I watched it a couple times. Yeah, it would just make sense it, you that know. you're trying to get more fans than try explaining it to them now. And the thing about any sports, I think, is that people, men especially because of their pride, women not so much, but men especially, boys, whatever, are embarrassed to ask. They don't want to ask. You're sitting around watching the game with other people. They don't want to ask, what, why, why did that happen, no. right? Because it's embarrassing. So if they can watch a broadcast where it's explaining the stuff, and they can just kind of nod their head like, yeah, I knew that, but learn something along the of way. Of course. You're making bigger fans. It's a, yep. it's, it's, I mean, I think the NFL... I'm pretty sure, last time I checked, it's still the biggest thing on television, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah, Insofar yeah, yeah. as number of viewers and the of revenue course. generated. And Sunday Night Football is usually the number one show yeah, on TV throughout the, w- the week. If not, it has been many, many times over yeah. the years. So it, 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 it's huge. It's a huge industry. And you think, as they're trying to grow and spread to other countries, that one of the things they would do is try and get these fans watching at an even younger age. Why not? More people? Great. I'm surprised that if they want to expand, I always thought it was weird that I know that they go to London. Okay, that'd be great to have a team there. But they talk about the jet lag and all that and traveling, which makes sense. But Mexico City to me makes sense. Yeah. I think plenty of people in, in Mexico uh, understand the basic rules and watch football, a lot of them. Yeah, I always Based thought, on just what I've heard. Toronto. 
And then Canada, Toronto. Right. Why Vegas not? Make a team in Toronto. Right. I mean, Drake could own a team there. He's probably, yeah. Does Drake I mean, have I know money have, to own I, a football team? The only team? thing I can think is maybe the country says no, like they have the Canadian Football League. But I always thought that that was just like, that's all we got, sort of a thing. Well, I, they love it there. They do? They do. I know. When oh, I just I went out of Detroit... Canadians love the Canadian Football League. The rules oh. are a little bit different, but yeah, they loved it. Oh, okay. I th- I'd heard the opposite. So maybe a thing like, you know, it. I know radio stations, if you're in Canada, you have to pay, play like 50% of your music has to be from Canadian artists. Oh, I have heard that, yes. Period. Yes, I've so, heard that. So, uh, you know, like when I lived in Detroit, you're always like, why are they playing so much goddamn Our Lady Peace? Yeah. Like, wow, they have. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't remember what the ratio was, but I'd heard that before. Yeah, you it's like 40 or 50%. Of, yeah. It's a lot. So I, my only thought, and I don't know that to be true, but maybe like you can't put an NFL team here. But they've got ba- they have baseball teams, you know what I mean? Baseball like teams, they've got hockey teams. Right. But more like hockey came here, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. But you would think, I don't know. I I, I didn't know that uh, the Canadian Football League was popular up there. I thought it wasn't. Yeah, but it either is. way, I would think that Toronto, Toronto would be here. could have a team. And Drake would obviously be at the game. And then Drake I guess why I brought the Canadian Football League is because even though the rules are a little bit different, the fields are different, high, there's different things that you can do. But for the most part, they know the rules. Well, right. And none of those players, I'm guessing, are going to make it into the NFL team anywhere. Very Some few. Some of them do. You, you know, who played you... a long time in the Canadian Football League is your favorite player, Warren Moon. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah. you got the players who played. Doug Flutie but... played there. Oh, okay. I thought he played in that other league. He played in the CFL. A lot of guys play in the CFL. And but they isn't it, it kind of considered like almost like a you know minor league yeah. organization? Guys that's all, that's all I'm saying. It's not like they would be building this team in Toronto out of all the best no, 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 Canadian no, no. players. They would be building them out of the same, the same players, players that were right. right. And you would think that a city like that, I know I keep saying Drake, but I'll bet he has enough money oh, yeah. to buy a damn team. Or at least to get enough people or, together. Exactly. He could get a group together and start a team. You don't have to worry about the time differences like you do with overseas. And then Mexico City just makes sense, too. And the flying is fine. Right. That's what I'm saying. There's They're no close difference. enough. Mexico City makes sense, too. When you they put do those Toronto games, they're in the huge. same conference as Chicago, Detroit, Green Bay. It's no different. Once you have a Minnesota, team. Toronto. Like if you had Chicago, Detroit, Minnesota, Green Bay. That doesn't sound... Nope, there no, you go. I mean, they're all close enough. Makes sense. There's your division. I don't understand... I guess what I should say is, once you have those teams in Canada, in Mexico, whatever, then you can really call it a world championship. Because at this point, oh, yeah. you know, when you call it a world championship, we always get made fun of by these other countries. Like, when the Chiefs won, my German friends, they had their Chiefs stuff on, and they sent me pictures, and like... They said the same thing about the Royals, though. Like, well, you know, you're world champions, but who in the world was competing against you? And I'm I like, don't know, yeah, well, but you know what? Hey, you German you bastard. Exactly. Why don't you round up 22 players exactly. and bring them over here? I didn't see you trying. Look like you've been waving the white flag over <coughs> right. there this we'll, entire we'll time. So. Well, don't even try it. Trust me. All I'm saying is, even if you did try, yeah. we'd still beat you. <laughs> yeah. So, go ahead. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Uh, I mentioned earlier by Gold Cell Pork Bellies. The reason behind that is because this is actually happening. People, uh, you know, investors have decided that they are... What's the word when they're uh, not feeling good about a stock? You know, they always say they're investors are bearish. B- bearish, I guess. Uh, yeah, sure. They're bearish. Bo- I feel like something else. Bear. Boorish. Bearish? I don't know. Boorish. It's a bull market or a bear market, yeah. boys. Let's go. Come right. on. Boorish. I don't know what boorish. I've heard that word Boorish before. sounds like food somewhere in Europe. Well, that's yeah. 
Borish. Borish. Borish, yeah. Borish would be like, that's what you are. You're Borish. You're can. Yeah, okay. Bearish. Oh, it's a bear rough market. and bad-mannered, of course. Yeah. Borish. Yeah, but yeah, they would give like away by the stock. That's not the stock market. I'm not the stock market. You said bearish. I'm like, what about, I thought it could be Borish. No, Borish is like a can, like a jerk. It's bulls and bears, right? Bulls and bears, man. That's it. The bull is what you want. The bear is bad. Anyhow, investors are feeling bad. Unless you bet on the bear. Yeah, exactly. You can bet against it. Uh, investors have started taking their money out of snack food industries and food industries. This is They claim this is actually happening because of Ozempic and the other drugs in its class. Some people report that they have a decreased appetite and you know that helps them lose weight. Some people have now reported, because there's so many people taking these drugs, that they basically have no appetite at all, which to me sounds like a bit of a problem. But the point is, the snack food industry is looking at lower expectations in future quarters because so many people are taking these weight loss drugs now. The soaring popularity of the drugs has some Wall Street investors betting against the future of snacks and beverages that have driven the obesity problem. The S&P Food and Beverage Index reporting a 12% drop over the past three months. One study done by the Jefferies Financial Group found that if the average airline passenger lost 10 pounds, it could dramatically impact how much fuel planes need to fly, equating to $80 million in savings in annual fuel costs per airline. So they're saying that, you know, Keebler elves could be in trouble that these food companies could be troubled, that fast food restaurants might start losing money, and that even your airplane tickets could get cheaper all because of this weight loss. All that makes sense, I guess, because I think, like, the way this works is it makes you not as hungry. That's the goal, yes. So that doesn't mean that you're not going to eat Taco Bell. It just means that if you spent 12 bucks there... You're probably spending six now. Mm-hmm. And that is probably even worse of a problem for them. It's, I mean, it's going right? to be a problem for all of them. And, you know, I don't totally understand because it is just supposed to decrease your appetite. This morning they were talking about how this drug is supposed to uh, decrease your cravings for things like pop and snacks. And I thought, well, yeah. okay, sure, but it's not specifically doing that. It's just decreasing your ap- appetite overall, right? It's not targeting no, salty sugar. I remember sugar I watched that. It's, uh, they, they, they found out. That semaglutide or whatever, yeah, right? Semaglutide. That um, that somehow you have the the equivalent to taste buds in your intestines. Oh, somehow. we're talking about satiation, yes. So, right, and so that would you know, like that should send a signal to your brain if you eat broccoli that this is good, right? But we've overdone it with sugar and salt and everything else that it likes. That that was sending that same thing to your brain, like man, I love Kit Kats. Yes. So it was doing that to you. So now what it does is it reverses that, and okay. it doesn't send out that message satiated. to your brain that, oh, I need more Oreos. It's not doing that. Okay, because remember a few years ago, the New York Times did that big write-up on the snack food industry and how they all have scientists that work for them, and the goal is to make sure that their snacks taste good but don't satiate. Exactly. So if you eat a Cinnabon, you probably feel, you know, you might even get halfway through it and be like, whew. Yeah. I'm good, right? Because it's sending that signal to your brain that you're good. The snack food companies have scientists that are trying to make sure that their food doesn't do that. Where you this think, I need just that. a little bit more. I need just a little bit more. Okay, this reverses that, and that's how it works. Uh, Cornell has canceled classes, but then it also, like it does for diabetics, it was what it really came for. I think it increases, you know, the way your body handles sugar. Oh, okay. I thought it was just an appetite suppressant. No, it, it, it does. Some, well, that they figured it out that it did that. Okay, but it was because it do, it is like diabetics take it, and that's, that's what it's they don't have to take insulin. For. They're they're good. Oh, 
So they take that shot once a week, and somehow it regulates your sugar. Oh, I didn't know that. I well, thought it was it really just is. A... So, well, Ozempic in and of itself is just for diabetics. Right. And it's all being prescribed And then Wagovi is yeah. for, well, no, Wagovi is for weight loss. Oh, it's prescribed for weight yes. loss? Yes. Okay, Ozempic, that's why people are saying we can't too. get Ozempic. Yeah. Because it's being prescribed to diabetics, and people are prescribing it off-label for mm. weight loss. That's why there's a shortage of right, it. Right, And then the Mugovi is for weight loss. And this morning, they said there's three now. They mentioned there's one that you can take as a pill. Another that all use semaglutide or whatever. Right, and now there's supposed to be, just because I listen to this podcast about it, because I find it fascinating, is the, there's another one that's coming out that doesn't use semaglutide. But it's another appetite suppressant? And it's supposed to be even more effective. Okay. Well, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, there's been a few people that have said they took Ozempic, they lost the weight, they stopped taking it, and that they still don't really have much of an appetite. And I've seen, now these look like anecdotal instances, right. but people saying, I wish I hadn't taken it because now I'm like really underweight. And I'm thinking, well, I guess if you're going to have a problem, and it's, the, you know, you're, you, any drug is going to have issues. But if that's your main issue is that you've got a few people saying, man, you know, I still don't really have much of an appetite anymore, and I guess I didn't need to well, lose I think as if much you take weight. It it's not a bad problem. Long enough, and I mean, not the worst problem to have, I should say. I would imagine if you take it mm-hmm. and you start eating less, and you take it for a year, let's say, well, you've changed your habits yeah. to some degree, which is really what people say to do to lose weight. Like, mm-hmm. hey, in order to do this, you're going to have to exercise more and change your habits. So we're not telling you to change everything about it, but eat less Taco Bell, work out a little bit more, right? Like that's the, unless you're doing like a keto or something, right? Like the the idea is eat better, eat less, and work out more, and you'll be fine. Well, if this drug takes care of 75% of that, because it regulates your sugar. Which I didn't know. And it makes you less hungry, so you don't eat as much. Yeah. Well, after a year, haven't your habits changed? Yeah. I mean, this seems like one of the biggest drugs most important drugs, and I know some people say, oh, cars and weight loss. Yeah, well, that's a huge issue here. So right. this seems like one of the most important drugs in my lifetime. Really, the last thing that was talked about this much was Viagra. I got to be honest. I mean, right. Viagra, they're like, I can't believe we have a pill for ED. We, we joked around about it for years, but we actually have one. And it was and a People use deal. that weight loss thing, but just think about this. Like, like oh, well, you got diabetes because you ate too much and you ate poorly. Well, there's something to that. But there's also, like, we don't really know, and in this podcast they were talking about it, why do some people get in and some don't? Mm-hmm. Like, so there's two guys standing next to each other, and they're both overweight. This guy's got it, and this guy doesn't, but they both eat the same thing. So it's not just you ate yourself into this. We don't know why that is. Right. And we haven't figured it out yet, why this percentage of the population. Now, what about this guy who doesn't eat that poorly, works out somewhat? How did he get type, type, type 2 diabetes? We're not... We have no idea how that happened. That right. doesn't even make any sense. Right. Right? His parents didn't have, but he's got it. So they're still trying to figure that out. Right. There's no, like, you know, you only get it because of this. Well, That's not true. And if you do this, you will get it. That's not true. Right. Well, I mean, we do know that Americans are overweight compared yes. to other Everybody. Western countries. Obesity is and a huge it's problem. It's a huge problem. And we do know that the, the, we can tie these things together that are... are Diets are a lot worse than a lot of these countries that aren't as Absolutely. overweight. We eat a lot of fast food, high salt, high sugar foods. But, but we haven't I'm with you. Some people still don't the genetic, get it. There's still the genetics. And I know I told you this before, but um, before my other dog passed away, you know, I had two dogs. I would feed one dog about four times as much food because she right. was thin as the other dog. Literally, my other dog would eat about a fourth. He was still two, three times her size. Right. That's genetics. That's what that is. Now, I know my they're different breeds, but still. dad had diabetes, and he was a bigger guy. His dad had diabetes, and that dude was five foot four and weighed ninety five pounds, and right. worked out all the time. Right, it can be totally genetic. Type two, too. Yeah. like, well, why? They're like, yeah. we don't know. Yeah, whatever. Yep. you got it. Yep. Uh, Cornell has canceled. Now, I will classes. say on the back end of that, 
watching how the my grandfather dealt with it a lot better. Oh, I've had family members who don't his, change their habits. Well, right, but even he didn't have... He had it, and he had to change some of his habits, but because he already kind of exercised, was a guy who was out doing stuff all the time and ate fairly well to begin with, the big change wasn't that big of a change. Where for my dad, it was like, you got to change everything. everything. You got to quit drinking routine. beer. You got to quit eating Oreos. Like, well, Jesus. More big gulps. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my uncle refused to deal with the fact that he had diabetes. I mean, he talked about it. He'd check his blood sugar every now and then, but then he'd pull out that ice cream, and he would joke around about it like, ah, who cares? I'll take some insulin. I mean, he died at like 57 years old because he just didn't take care of it. Right. Uh, Cornell has canceled classes, and I guess I wouldn't be surprised if someone told me now other colleges have done the same. There was that issue at Cornell. We talked about the guy made the threat that he was going to shoot up that kosher uh, cafeteria or whatever. And we've got these protests going on across the country at college campuses where there are the pro-Israel people and there are the pro-Palestinian people. And I guess in some of these instances, it's getting violent or at least there are threats of violence and schools don't know what to do. The conflict thousands of miles away has become a flashpoint on college campuses here in the U.S., prompting outrage and fear from students on both sides of the issue. With reports of discrimination rising, universities are trying to stop the surge. Columbia University announcing a task force on student safety after officials there say trucks have circled the campus, displaying and publicizing the names and photos of Arab, Muslim, and Palestinian students. And I also have seen these groups, uh, I see most of it via Reddit, but these people who are Jewish students on campus who say they don't feel safe going to school. So you've got people, obviously, on on both sides now that are feeling uncomfortable. And for Cornell to cancel classes, that's kind of crazy. Imagine a college like Cornell saying we're canceling classes because of a war that's happening thousands of miles away that technically isn't our war. You know, it's it's bizarre. Um, Sam Bankman-Fried... He's the guy that ran FTX. And what was his other thing called? Alameda Trading Company, his hedge. No, Alameda. Oh, man. Alameda Research. Research? That's what it was. Yeah, Alameda Research. his girlfriend was doing? Yeah. Yeah, he wanted to come up with a name that sounded like, because he wanted investors, like it was doing good work, like Mm -hmm. it was researching something. Mm -hmm. And that was the hedge fund. And the long and the short of it is, Sam Bankman-Fried, you saw his face a lot of places with a lot of celebrities because he was big in crypto, made a lot of money really quick. But it's a tale as old as time. He was taking money. So if I went to FTX, and this is my understanding of it, if I went and bought money or bought crypto through him, say I bought 200 Dogecoin, my wallet would say that I had 200 Dogecoin. But it's not clear if I actually had that because what it looks like was happening is Sam Bankman-Fried was taking that money that I spent to buy crypto and using it over there in his hedge fund. So he had this rival, another uh, crypto guy. The two of them kind of had a rivalry going on, and Sam Bankman-Fried decided to take some shots at him over Twitter saying things about like, oh, is he even allowed in D.C.? Because he had had some run-ins with the law. So mm-hmm. he publicly criticizes this guy. Mm-hmm. His rival then is like, yo, well, I'm going to publicly criticize you too. And it turns into this kind of Twitter battle. Suddenly people start – the rival had money invested in Sam Bankman-Fried's mm-hmm. company. He starts divesting, says, why would I invest in a company I'm that plays out. like this? Yeah. yeah, I'm pulling my money out because I don't think it's – you know, we should all be nice to one another in the same industry. So then he starts pulling his money out. Suddenly everyone else says, I want to pull my money out. Now it's just like the Great Depression with the banks, only this time Uh it's crypto. He's saying, Sam Bankman-Fried was saying, don't worry, your investments are sound. We've got your money if you want it. But they didn't because he'd spent it doing other crap. Mm -hmm. And it was so ridiculous. I don't know how he thought he was going to get away with it. Just another kind of, I don't know if you call it a pyramid scheme technically, if it qualifies. It's a Ponzi scheme for sure. sure. This morning, Sam Bankman-Fried wants the face of cryptocurrency success. 
now convicted of stealing billions of dollars. The cryptocurrency industry might be new, but this kind of fraud, this kind of corruption is as old as time. Yeah, it's a federal jury in Manhattan yep. taking Vincent little Ponzi. time to find Bankman Freed guilty of all seven counts, including wire fraud, conspiracy, and money laundering. Now, uh, the reason I say they should make a documentary or even a movie about this is because there's so many crazy parts to this story. And I think, Snowcone, you know some stuff about this story, I, I feel. A little bit. What, one of the craziest things is there was a meeting with Sam Bankman Freed's ex girlfriend, who was one of the head uh, captains at the company, she might have been second in command, uh, technically, I'm not sure, but she was definitely near the top. And she had a meeting with her employees because there was a point when there was this run on FTX where the rival said, I'm going to come in and buy it. I'll buy it. And if he mm-hmm. bought it, then it would be sound. And if people wanted to get their money, they'd be able to get it. I don't know why he said he was going to buy it, but he said he was going to buy it. So she has a meeting with her employees, just like if we had a staff meeting here. I just imagine them going into this little uh, you know, meeting room, and she starts talking and basically admits to what was going on. Mm-hmm. To these employees, you know, like this is what was happening, you know, money. This isn't her words exactly, but money that was being invested in this was actually being sent over to the hedge fund. And so then the employees are like, well, whose idea was that? And she says, well, Sam's, I guess. And so that meeting and that the recording of that meeting ended up being basically all the evidence prosecutors needed, Mm -hmm. because once that was discovered, it was like, well, there's no defense now. She's admitted it. In front of her own employees, I don't know if she expected her employees to keep it a secret, but you got the impression that she didn't realize what a big deal this was. If you're breaking that kind of law at that level, you would think that you tell your employees something a little different. You have a board meeting maybe and say, hey, we're getting bought by this other company. Sorry, there's been all this commotion, but we should be okay. And of course, they ended up not being bought, so everything fell apart and they all got charges filed against them. And uh, how old is he now? Twenty. 30. I think they might have said he's 30 now. I think they did. I think they said he's 30, 31. He's young. I mean, when he got... 31. When he got up to a billion, he was like 23, maybe, or 24. And that's when you saw him doing those commercials with all those celebrities. Larry David, Tom Brady. I don't remember if... Matt Damon's was his. Uh, Matt Damon did one for crypto, I don't but think it was his. that might have just been a general crypto yeah, Brady thing. Yeah, Bitcoin. Larry David with the big ones. Yeah. So, and you know, people got mad at them, like, "Oh, you did these endorsements with this guy. How do you feel?" You know, I've heard interviews with Larry David where he's just like, "Whatever. I don't even know what crypto is." Right. right. Which is how you should respond. I I get it. Like, if it's a if it's an endorsement where you're saying, "Hey, guys, get this. I did this, and it really worked for me." And I changed my life. That's a little different than just being there next to the guy. And he's like, hey, this is my buddy. You know, and yeah, he everyone, says that you should buy into what it. Is. He says you should buy into his company. He got paid to say it, this. Right. It that. wasn't like a testimonial in the sense that like this worked for me. That's not I'm what those commercials were. No, it was. Look, here's a celebrity. Just like when they put, uh, right. you know, celebrities in lots of those commercials where they're not actually even pretending to use the product. They say, oh, look, hey, Shaq, we ran into it, whatever. And boom, they paid him however much money right. because it adds, I guess, you know, validity to that company. You go, well, that must be a big company. They can afford well, certainly name celebrities. Association. Well, yeah. Yeah. And but it I'm makes not it memorable. Yeah. I'm not mad at those uh-uh. people, though, for doing it. I don't think that Larry David is scum because he agreed to do a took commercial, a took, money, took money from this guy. No. I assume that Brady, Larry David, the people that did those commercials, they're like us in the sense of like, I don't know what the hell these kids are doing with crypto. But I'll take a but check. It, suddenly it's worth a bunch of money and they want to pay me a bunch of money. They probably gave them crypto too. I'm sure they did. And then said, but it was part of the payment. They're like, cool. I'm sure they're like, awesome, man. Give me some of that. I've heard a lot about it. Yep. And then you can just And then they got screwed too to some degree, I'm sure. I'm positive they lost some money. That was supposed to be paid to them. That was not in cash. Well, and in the Matt Damon commercial, I remember all he was saying is like, you know, 
well, it, they had all those pirates and everything in the background. He's mm. like, fortune favors the brave. Right. He never said anything about, like, I bought crypto no. and it worked for me. So who cares? All right, we'll take a break. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! All right, what are we doing? We're doom scrolling more? Yeah, we're finishing doom scrolling. Dwayne Davis, that's the guy that they say. Dwayne Davis. You killed Tupac, we think, because you wrote a book about killing Tupac, so you know what? We're going to go ahead and arrest you. It was weird that he. You know, he like had kind of a deal, right, with the prosecutors because he was willing to work with the cops it was or whatever. His nephew who did it, he was just in the car, right? But that makes you an accessory, and yeah. he, I thought he had some sort of deal he with did. him originally, but he wasn't supposed to be talking about it. No, and when he went on and talked about it, he said things that he hadn't told them, yes. which meant that he wasn't totally forthcoming, which you're supposed to which be, makes the or those contracts become right non-binding. So they charge him, and he's, I'm sure, the only person that will ever be charged with the murder of Tupac, but he was in front of a judge yesterday and he said, not guilty. Almost 30 years after Tupac Shakur's murder stunned the world, the man who is charged with killing him finally faced a judge. Dwayne Keith Davis was arraigned today in Las Vegas. He pled not guilty to murder with the use of a deadly weapon. Prosecutors allege Davis orchestrated Tupac's murder back in 1996. I, you know, when she said almost 30 years, like, it, wait, that's not right, it's 20, but... She's right. What is it? It's 27 years now? That's crazy. Uh, how old were you, Snowcone? Were you a little kid? No way of knowing. Do you uh, remember it I at all? I was like, no, I remember it very, very specifically. I remember where I was when I was a big Me, Tupac fan at that age. I remember too, but oh, I was. Were you? you would have been young because I was at a park. <sighs> No, I would have been like eight or something. My sister was really into 18? him, and she would always play All Eyes on Me, and I loved Tupac. And I remember watching the MTV News with Kurt Loder when it was announced. I feel I would have thought you would have been younger, because I remember being at the park with this girl I'd been talking to, and this was the first time we met up, and I would have been in like junior high, and she said, hey, Tupac just died. Someone called her and said, hey, Tupac just died. Didn't it happen at night? And No, I think, it, he, was, I think he was shot he at night, oh, but he was in the hospital. Oh, he also didn't have died until like the next day or maybe two maybe days two later. two days, something like that. It wasn't that. right away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was Who is Tupac? He was a rapper. A good one? Snowcone seems to think so. I liked him. Hmm. I thought he was fun. You'd know a couple songs. California. I love it when they call me Big Pop, but that was him. It was? <laughs> no, uh-huh. that wasn't him. Hmm. Don't let him confuse you. That wasn't him. Uh, was he a guy in that... Um, took his shirt off a lot. Janet Jackson movie? Yes. Yes. I know him. And okay. he was also in the Chevy Chase movie, Nothing But Trouble. Juice. Right. And Nothing But Trouble, he wore a Yankees jersey. And sang all around the world, same song. He was real cool in that. That was yeah, a that little really before cool. his time. Too bad that that was on film. I'm sure he wasn't happy about that. So, I mean, everything about that was wrong. He's singing like that, and he's wearing a Yankees jersey. The whole thing was wrong. And then later he took his shirt off and became the Pac that we grew to love. Mm-hmm. We knew and grew to love. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he died young. How old Wait, I know. He? Did he do the Humpty Dance? Well, he was no, friends with he was him. Part, no, he was part of Digital Underground, yeah. and that's when he got first got started. Was no, he, he was the Humpty Dance guy. He had a first. In, yeah, I, yes. I know him. I know that song. That's why he was in Nothing But Trouble, because Digital Underground was in the movie, and yeah. he was there with them. Yeah. And then later, Humpty sang a song. He was or at least in that music video with them. What song, song was that? With them. Yeah, where they're, at the, where they're at the pool. Um, I love that song. What the hell is that called? Yeah, damn it. The video where they're at the pool, whatever. That, I mean, he wasn't like the one, he was he wasn't the best one. In, like he, he was like a featured rapper. Yeah, but he, he wasn't was, like he wasn't like Young Hump or anything. No, I don't think no, he was no, part no. of the group. I think he was friends, and they like had him on a few songs. Okay, because I did like you know that's how we got started. Young Hump. Yeah, Digital Underground. My brother's not into hip hop, and I remember him Shock having G. that in his car when yeah, I Shock was a G kid. was on one of Tupac's songs later. Yeah, 
What song was that? God damn, God damn it, that's a good song. I'll figure it out. Uh, so anyway, uh, the uh, you know stress of flying, right? No one likes it. And they said that this year, for the holidays, people are going to be... It was on I Get Around. That's the song we're talking about. I Get I Around. Get that's the song we're talking about. Yeah. Um, the one who put the set on They hands. say that this holiday season, people will be flying more than ever, which is crazy to me because I looked at flights. I'm trying to go to Florida for Thanksgiving again. I looked at flights and... Like round trip, these tickets are like three thousand dollars. I don't understand how so many people afford to fly. It's gotten so expensive, yeah. and on top of that, it's so miserable. So you pay three thousand dollars, and then you have to have a connecting flight. So it ends up taking you a full day, and you're miserable the whole time. And now there's this video making the rounds of a woman on a plane. They don't know which flight this was. Like the the news sources that have posted this, I think the post might have been one of them. Said we're not sure which flight this was. The TikTok video, the original poster, took it down. But you can see this woman. It, the flight it looks like has landed. She stood up and she's fighting with the person behind her, saying, "I'm allowed to recline my seat." And the person behind her had been pushing her seat the whole time mm-hmm. because she'd reclined it. No, she did. She put no. I'm allowed to put my seat back. I'm allowed to put my seat back. I'm allowed to put my. I just see videos like that, and I think this is what I'm not I get it. to look forward to with flying. But it's either that or drive for two days. It ends up being four days round trip, and you're like, I guess I'll do it. Uh, a nurse in Pennsylvania has been accused of killing patients. We've heard this story before, and she's been accused of doing it the same way some of those other nurses did, which is by giving them a bunch of insulin and ending their lives. While nurse Heather Presby has been in the Butler County Jail, the Attorney General's office has been investigating her and now says she's responsible for killing two more of her patients by giving them deadly doses of insulin. These charges are in addition to her previous charges, where investigators say she killed two others. In addition to the murder charges, Presby is facing 17 counts of attempted murder at nursing homes all over western Pennsylvania. According to investigators, they also found multiple text messages Messages on Presdy's phone, where she allegedly talked about killing her patients. Oh, great! So you're texting people, telling them about it. Now, let me ask you this, Lazarus: She didn't kill all of her patients. I, I bet if we did it, well, you know, fair. a percentage, it's probably a very small percentage. Let me ask you this: If I said, "Listen, you got to go to the hospital. You have a nurse. This nurse is smoking hot, mm-hmm. but she's she's killed a couple old people. Would you take the smoking hot nurse? No, you wouldn't. No, you haven't even seen her yet. Let me show you the nurse. What do you think? What do you say? Would you would you would you say take your chances? Because mm, that's good. her. What what about you, Snowcone? Would you take your chances? Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. I'm sorry, but I'm not saying no. For I'll just take my chances. Like Absolutely. She's texting people. I can't believe she's texting people. What was she texting? I can't wait for this Netflix documentary <laughs> right. where she's texting people about yeah, I killed a patient. Can't today. wait to kill this Maybe. guy. Right. You're, what are you doing? Now, okay. Trump's sons. He's got two of them. Eric and Don Jr. Well, he's got. Also, Baron, Baron the sixth or whatever, yeah, Baron von, Baron von Douchebag yeah. is what Bill Mark called him. He's got to be like twenty by now, right? He's probably a yeah, grown yeah, team. He was like sixteen when he got in office. So was he sixteen? Yeah. I thought he was like so twelve. Maybe, yeah, maybe he was younger. I could be wrong. I was thinking he might be like sixteen now. Okay, maybe, but but he could, but if you told me he was nineteen now, I'd be he's like, also like oh, okay. Eight feet tall. He's massive. Was he he's really seventeen? Tall? Yeah. Seventeen. There you go, right in the middle. We were close. He's five uh, foot seven. Five foot seven's not that Little tall. Guy. Yeah, you said that no, he was really tall. Baron? No, yeah. Baron's really tall. No, he yes. looked like—I mean, he looked like a little kid when he was seventeen years office. old. Manhattan, New York, height. 
Oh, no, you're right. Six, seven. Okay. Ah. Sorry. Yeah, I was like, he's massive. I didn't know five he was tall. looked like a six to me. Well, I was our, I was with Lazo there. I would have believed five, seven. I don't oh, remember him being that tall. He's like Bo Burnham. Huh? I've only ever seen him a couple times walking through the grass with his mom, and I thought he looked like a normal little kid. Your kid seems tall to me. Your kid looks like he's going to be six, tall. seven. And no one talks about it. I feel like I'm every time I see him, I'm like, how, how is he this tall? No, people talk The about kids it. around him, his friend group is all like a foot shorter. Yeah. What, you're 6'3". Yeah. His him... mom's six feet, too. She is? Yeah. Oh, interesting. He's going to be massive. Well, yeah. So keep giving him milk, and he could be a basketball player. I've got a basketball in his hands at all times. Absolutely. So Trump's sons that are older, the adults, they've been on the stand for Trump's trial about this line about how much money the Trump organization is worth to get better interest on their loans and things like that. The sons say, of course, we didn't do anything wrong. This is a witch hunt. I pour concrete. I... Okay, let me tell you real quick. This is, I think, Eric. I get him confused. This is Eric during a deposition. Did you say he pours concrete? Yes, he said this twice. So the reason they, they played this clip is because they don't have a courtroom, but in a deposition they have. That dude has never He's, poured concrete. He says in the deposition, I pour concrete. Well, apparently he said the same thing on the stand yesterday. I guess it's a metaphor for saying, you know, I was just building buildings and getting things done. We weren't trying okay. to cook any books. Okay. But that's the only audio. speaking. That's the only okay. audio they have of him saying that. I pour concrete. I operate properties. I don't I think, think that's I've Eric. ever had any involvement in the statement of financial condition, to the best of my knowledge. But the like state Don. points to emails indicating Eric's involvement yeah, yeah. and Eric's signature on letters that declared the annual financial statements free of misstatements and fraud. Don Jr. again telling the judge today he relied on accountants to compile the financial statements. You pay experts millions of dollars to be experts. You sign off on what they give you and you're liable. If this was to become precedent where you could have an overzealous attorney general go after any business in New York, uh, this city would be in even worse shape than it already is today. Um, I feel bad for those guys, man. Feel bad. Look, your dad's never going to love you. He doesn't know how. You're not, you can't impress him, you know? They said, I was just reading a story because we were looking at Barron's height. He's 6'7", and they say, Don... President Trump... Is mad about it? Yeah, he's jealous, doesn't like him, of course. and doesn't talk to him. I can see that. And doesn't yep. like taking pictures with him because he only likes to take pictures with people who are shorter than him. That and he's pretty tall, right? Like 6'3". That's right. And they say he uses his height as an advantage. Yeah, he's 6'3", right. they say. Okay. And so he's like, that's why he calls people like Lil Marco. Yeah. Lil Adam Schiff. But now his little kid is right, now his him. kid's taller yeah. than him. He's got to take a picture next to him. I'm like, what is wrong with that you, That completely man? tracks. Yeah. That's right. It does. Totally but, you know, range. like my 16-year-old's taller than me now. I never at any point. He likes it, you know, and I get it because he's like, you know, he's always been shorter than me. I was way taller now than my dad. Now he's going up. Now he's, but I, when he was like, hey, look, I'm taller than you. At no point was I like, I don't love you. Right. Because you're a normal human being <laughs> who's capable you. of loving your children <laughs> right. and not being and jealous of your children. It never crossed my mind to be jealous. Right. I can be a jealous, petty prick. And there's no doubt about it. Not with your children. Like, well, yeah, and not maybe with my children. Maybe I'd be like, man. Maybe I'm something, I don't know, like jealous, not to the point to where I wouldn't be seen no. with them or whatever, but envious no. or something. Like if they did something no great, way. right? No way. You, but, there's no. no way you could be jealous. I'm sorry. No. There's nothing I they could be do. jealous and still if love somebody. Kid, uh, yes, but I don't think you could be jealous of your kids. If your kid made a million dollars doing something oh, easy, yeah, yeah. you would be proud. You yeah, would not be proud. jealous. It would also be like, man, I wish I would have tried like him Maybe, when I was a kid. Maybe, but yes, but I don't think that you I would get be it, jealous. but it wouldn't be on just because he's taller. Right, of course. That seems ridiculous. Of course. And they talk about people like this who are competitive with their kids because, 
you know, they don't want them to outshine yeah, but not about them. height. I mean, they just right. Don't, right. Can't well, be that's just the ultimate. It is what it is. Like, there's nothing to do about it. Yeah, Bob Bob's going to be taller than me in like two years, and I'm not going to freak out about it. But that's a total Trump thing. You're not surprised by that at Completely on brand for and like 40% of the country are like, yep, this guy, he's the guy. He's okay, the guy. so the Beatles, they mm-hmm. were a really big band. And uh, there's only a couple of them left. One of them was shot. One of them got one? stabbed. Wait, did George Harrison die of cancer or get yeah, stabbed? Yeah, cancer. Who got stabbed at his house? Wasn't there a stabbing or something that happened that involved George Harrison? Where uh, am I getting that? The guy from Run DMC. Yeah, I don't know. I think he was shot. Anyhow, uh, I got stabbed. George Harrison died of cancer. John Lennon died from a bullet. And uh, Paul and Ringo are still alive. That real sad guy, he stabbed himself. Elliot Smith. Oh, Elliot Smith, yeah. yeah. like him. Up against a door where like his him. ex was in the bathroom. Jennifer um, Chiba. There's some controversy and some conspiracy there theories is. around that one, though, there's. if you want to go down a rabbit hole I this weekend. No. no, I'm saying if someone listening would like to go down a rabbit hole. I'm Anyhow, just telling you I don't. The Beatles were a big band, and there's two Paul's of them left. alive. There's a lot of rumors about that. Yeah, Paul's yeah, alive. True. Paul. If you play it backwards, Paul's dead. Paul is dead. What we do know is that Paul was the brains of the operation and the, the songwriter. The only uh, talented Beatle? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I think that's fair. George Harrison, sure. George Harrison figured some he stuff out the in the 80s. Talented. George was like the Billy Corgan of Smashing Pumpkins. Yes. Like, it doesn't okay. really matter who's There's around. There's a Billy oh, that was okay. good, but, right. like, I mean, right. come on. Right. Okay. You're putting a group together, and it's like, let's be honest, though. It's this Paul's is my group. I agree he's right. the most talented, but come on. Yeah, he, he's the most talented, and he was the one who but not knew how to write hits. Talent. Oh, knew how oh, to write okay. hits. Yeah. Okay. I mean, John Just Lennon goes out on his own and goes, wheels on the bus, go round yeah. and round. And you're like, okay, <laughs> great song, dude. Way to go. But yeah. people love him. I get it. He's an icon, whatever. But obviously, yeah. it was very he obvious. He was the ace Paul, freely of the band. Yes. John, like, you know, when Paul's they put out the, the solo albums, like, it's fine. Okay, but you're just pissing it, me off. It, it ain't Paul. Like, John Yoko must have helped you on that one because there's almost a hook. I don't, it ain't Paul don't Stanley's album. Like, come on. Um, you know something crazy? The day that uh, Paul or that John got shot, you know what Paul did that day? Hmm. As soon as he found out he got shot, he went into the studio. Oh, like I, he I was, saw the interview of him. Yeah, when he, leaves the studio he was very upset, and he yeah. was like trying to process it. And he went into the studio. Who? And I don't, uh, Paul. I don't know if he recorded anything that day. Like what he was doing. I've never heard a story of, like this was recorded. The I've day seen the that, clips of the people interviewing him afterwards, and they were like, "Really? Where'd you they go? Were dicks to him." Yeah, what'd you do? He's like, I went to the studio, and they were well, this is you like know, when he's upset. leaving the studio. Okay, and that's they're what like, it they're was. dicks to him. Like, yeah. Look, man, know. everyone processes differently, but he yeah. wanted to go be alone, and maybe he's like, this is where we used to create music together. nothing to do with that, but I watched a documentary one time, and there's supposedly music that is out that you, nobody's heard yet. Mm-hmm. They can't get to it. Maybe a little bit of it, but not anything, but I watched a documentary where uh, they, like Paul McCartney and Elvis Costello spent a week in the studio together. I've heard stories After like that, that happened and wrote yeah. a bunch of stuff. I yeah. was like, man, I'd love to hear that. You've never heard it? Yeah, you hear those stories. You're like, come on, guys. Just give it up already. Mm-hmm. Don't die and leave it on a hard drive somewhere, then someone throws it away. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the Beatles, John Lennon had this song. He had a, he's, it was on a tape, and Yoko, his wife, gave it to Paul back in, what, the 90s? And said, hey, here's this tape. It might have been before I think that. gave it to George. It gave it to someone in the band. Yeah, and, he made it at the Dakota. Like and in, said, in the hey, apartment. here's this song. It's John. He's singing on the piano. And I think you guys might be interested because it almost sounds like, you know, a, a song, right? Which for John, this is like a big deal. I'm kidding, Snow Cone. I'm kidding. Oh so they say, hey, let's try and make a Beatles song out of this. Because at the time, this is like 1994. George is still alive. Yeah. So John's the only one that's passed away. They get together. The problem is they don't have the technology to isolate John's voice and the piano. They can't get it separated. 
So yeah, that's a problem. So they, they yeah, exactly. Like we, you know, the melody's fine, but right. Jesus, John's all over this. <laughs> right, exactly. We need Paul. I mean, literally, that's the way they right. tell the story. So then, like, my he God. sings the song. Flash, flash right, they're like, that's what's bad about yeah, it. They I never put it out. I never said he, the song. I never I mean, said he couldn't isolate sing. it. I never said like, he couldn't If we could get rid of this bad part, we would. They did like they did with all the Beatles albums. They did get rid of the bad part, according to you. So anyhow, fast forward years and years because they shelled it. They got George to record some guitar stuff. It's been they rumored. They couldn't do it. But it's been rumored about since then. It's like Chinese Democracy of the Beatles. Like, when will this song I've ever come out? I've always seen the title, Now and Then. Like, it's, now, it's floating yep. around forever. So, finally, Peter Jackson, the director of Lord of the Rings, comes yeah. along. And he's like, hey, guys, I've got technology that could get separate. John. Well, yeah. no, he, he does the Get Back series. He, oh, right. That's he, right. That's how they yeah, okay. get back. Guys, okay. i got technology that can get rid of John. Yes. Basically, well, we can isolate the And then the they didn't get rid of him. <laughs> God, God, me it. off. So now we have the technology. Well, they had George's guitar, so Paul's like, hey, look at this. We've got George's guitar. Ringo and I are still alive. If we put all this together, this would technically be a Beatles song, and it will be the last Beatles song. So it's been rumored, like Snowcone said, forever. They finally announced a couple weeks ago, hey, we did it, and we're going to release it. And they put out like a teaser thing. It's called Now and Then, and it is now out. Hot potato, hot potato. Jesus Christ, this bed sucks. Potato, hot potato. <laughs> I hate these guys. No, that's the Wiggles. Okay, oh so what the hell is that? <laughs> but I, w- I wanted to see if he fell for the Wiggles. A, the I fact do. that he's like, that might be the Beatles. It sounded like it could be. <laughs> okay, so anyway, no. It's gonna be that, just as stupid. That's the Wiggles. I actually only had that in headlines because they're using that to drive homeless people away from gas stations in Australia. But anyhow. Uh, the Wiggles are very mad about it. I know that. I don't know if it's working. Anyhow, uh, the Beatles now and then. This is the uh, finished product. If you would like to hear some, what would you? You know what? Instead of hearing the finished product first, why don't I show you this? Because um, we can talk about Paul and George talking about the guitar parts. This is guitar solo. That's George. We had kept George's guitar parts from '95, and I thought what I'd like to do is do a slide guitar solo. In George's style. It was really a tribute to George to still be working on Beatles music in 2023. Wow. Now and then, it's probably like the last Beatles song. And we've all played on it. So it is a genuine Beatle recording. Man, I love Paul so much. Okay. So, So, are you ready for it? Yeah. You ready to hear what it sounds like? I am. And you'll hear John's voice? Up front and center, they were able to isolate it and get that piano out of there.
heard enough? I've heard enough. It's not bad, right? What do you think? Yeah, I think it's it's, it's not bad. It's good. When you consider they had to overcome, they had to overcome John Lennon. If that was any band other than the Beatles, I'm just being honest. I thought it was fine. I'm not saying it's a great song. My brought this in was like, hey. There's a local band I think I so yeah, good. I want to say you'd be like, uh, yeah, whatever. Well, it's not one of the Beatles' best. I no, think we can all agree. No, it's not anybody's best. It's not one of their best. It's not your best. It's not complete ass. This well, is, I mean, okay. It's better than a lot of stuff that we hear. If you're comparing them to the Beatles' well, greatest Comparing hits. two bands that are good, yeah, it's, it's fine. S. Okay. It's not a day in the life. That's for sure. But... You know, there's something to it, the fact that John is there and then Paul comes in and it's, you know, kind of moving. He's been dead for, like, what, 40 years or more. I mean, there's something so, said. The Stones put out a new record and that's great. It's pretty damn good. It's yes, really but, good. but this is different. This isn't like everyone right. was there and able to work on this it. They've got an old tape yeah. and they've got, all they've got is this. This is what they had During to work the with. Of get back, that ultimately led us to develop a technology which allows that's Peter us Jackson. to take any soundtrack. And hey, is he from New Zealand? all the different components into separate yeah. tracks. Okay. Okay. My dad Did you call a New Zealand? Zealander or New Zealander? Kiwi. He's never shy to no. experiment. You can't. Can, right. But yeah. is it New Zealander? Really beautiful. And there it was. John's voice. Crystal clear. So here's John's voice. I know it's true. And they totally separated it. It's all because of you. Okay, great. Good job. It is crazy they could do that. It is pretty crazy. I don't understand. My brain cannot understand how they separate that stuff. I don't get it. It's all on one tape. I don't get it. But anyway, there you go, Lazo. Your new favorite song. You'll be listening to it on Shuffle all weekend. I hate the Beatles. I hate them. The Church of Lazlo. Yo. Yo. All right. Talk to me. What's wrong? You still, you still upset about the Beatles? No. Seems like, I mean, hey, a little worked up with the Daylight Savings thing. I don't show with the Beatles thing. Seems they really get you worked up. I mean. They're fine. I know that in the past there's been some discussion about uh, – McCartney and Wings. And oh, that's horrible. I, I know you that don't like horrible. that. And that is bad. But, but I mean, I assume that along the way there, McCartney did something that you like, like Ram or one of those albums. That Ram is so good. Mm. I figured McCartney that you would too. be into. But when no. Lazo, but when, no, but not really. if, if we were going to do surprise things that Lazo does like, uh, my, it would yeah. have to be stuff from Wings? like childhood. Yeah, it's stuff that you Wings held on to. I know it's not Wings, but we were talking about this off the air. And when you said it, I was like, yeah, I know, because he had the album when he was a kid. But, you know, we all like a lot of stuff when we're kids that we let go of. They're like, okay, I don't like that anymore. But some of it we hold on to. We're like, you know, I still kind of like that. Okay. And I feel like one of those for you is Black Sabbath. It sounds like you are an Aussie fan. I know you had I, diarrhea of a madman. I was just kidding you, man. I don't, I'm not a Black Sabbath fan. You just said you were. I thought you guys were going to call me on it because all they sing about is wizards and the devil and stuff. But I thought maybe it was something that is a no. kid you liked. And so you're just like, you know what? I'll hold on to it because no. we know the Van. I mean, Halen I don't thing. hate them, but I would never listen to them. We know the Van Halen. Bob Seger, Van Halen. I okay. like those. How about okay. that? Okay, yeah. I, I like Van Hagar too. I well, like both so, of them. There well, you so go. do I. Yeah. Uh, people get really mad about that. My brother's a Van Halen fan, and he—I yeah. know he's not the only one. People get worked up about Hagar, but at my age, when Van Halen was putting out music videos, it was already Sammy Hagar at that point. Yeah. I was a toddler when right David Lee Roth was on. Yeah, I mean, it was a little. A little cheesier, you know. Well, I mean, right, was, right now was uh, that music video you was long and then banned on the run. Oh yeah, I mean, right now it was like we're going to save the world and recycle stuff. At least the music video, you know, it was all about like we're going to make a difference. Yeah, we're going to do, do something that. that right now. Yeah, it felt like one of those big uh, '90s uh, message songs. You know, oh, we're we're sending you a message. 
You don't agree? I mean, that's, that's at least that's what the video was. I put it up there with, like, there were those music videos that would come on that I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. No videos now for another nine minutes. November Rain from Guns N' Roses. It's like, ugh. I like God. that song. It's fine, but the video was like nine minutes long, and they played it all the time. You're like, God damn it. Because I don't know if you sat around and watched MTV a lot when you were a kid, but I definitely did. I mean, I, I know. I'm aware of the, all the videos for sure. But did you? I mean, I sat and yeah, I watched them. Watched it like hours on end. And then when they were doing the videos, I had certain things I wanted to see. You know, like, yeah. all right, Billy I Idol. I hope they'll show the new Nirvana, or which they eventually would. I hope they'll show the, Buggles. the new Pearl Jam. The Buggles, right. Well, see, that was a little before my time, but because I, I was also watching Real World, they threw that in there. So the music videos, you know, during the day, and then they come back at night, but, and they had Matt Penfield. He did like 120 sure. minutes where I was like, all right, this is stuff. I still I record sh- that. I should know, but I don't. I like Matt Penfield. I liked Matt Penfield. You know, all those music know. snobs, it's easy to hate a music snob and, and just dismiss and be like, you're a critic, you know? You grew up and just decided you wanted like to be a critic. I feel the three of us are music snobs, so well, we appreciate Exactly. It. And so, yeah, but he's, he has, he's, had, he's not really. Right, he's I mean, open to stuff that people would say is right, cheesy. but he's on the Limp Biscuit record. It's yeah. saying he's you guys are important. It. Yeah, you guys are great. Yeah. Like I mean, he's just gone with the times, up and down. Yeah, sure. it's fine. Yeah, so it's fine. I, I wouldn't. I think he loves music, but I wouldn't say like his opinion. If if Matt Penfield likes it, I like it. That's not what I would say. But I loved 120 minutes, and now they still run it sometimes, like late at night, like the old ones. Mm-hmm. So on my YouTube TV, I just like record 120 minutes, and then. At night, I just watch it. That would it's be great. cool. I I would like that. I hated the metal one. That guy who did the hair metal thing. I can't think of his name. Ricky Rack. Yeah, something like that. He cut his hair short. Rocky eventually. Rackman. But I Rack, could, Rock, Rock, Ricky Rocket. 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 You're close. Rocket Ricky Rackman. You're, Ricky Rackman is that his name? It sounds believable. You're close. I, Rocky, I mean, I can Rocky, see him. Rocky Rashman. Rocky. He's, Ricky. In, he's still got around. A rash man. He's always in documentaries now talking about MTV. Ricky, I know he's still Ricky Rackman. I feel like Ricky was in. If it's not, it should be. Ricky's the name of a guy who loves Ricky, hair metal. Ricky Rax looks like no. a producer. Ricky Ricky Rock. Ricky well, Rocket. It was called like Hair Metal Nation or yeah. Metal Nation or something like that. And as soon as it came on, I was like, well, here we go. I can't watch this because it was like Motley Crue and all that stuff, and I just couldn't get into Headbangers it. Headbangers Ball. Headbangers Ball. That's what it was, yes. And I just had oh, to turn it off. Like, damn it. Ball. I, I wouldn't watch that. That wasn't my thing. I mean, I guess there might have been a few uh, metal bands there. Rackman. There you go. Ricky Rackman. You got it. Exactly. Also, is Ricky not the name, a perfect name of a guy who loves hair metal? Yeah, That's my neighbor, Ricky. He's not in the band, but loves him. Exactly. Because Ricky's not in the band. No. He carries the But Ricky hangs out with the band. He's always at the shows. He's at the shows. And and people like him, by the way. Like, yo, there's Ricky. Yeah, he's a nice guy. But he's just never in the band. That's Ricky. His dad wasn't around that much. Mm -mm. When he was, he a little heavy He's good looking. Yeah. Good looking guy. Good looking guy named Ricky. spillover of the groupies. Yeah, exactly. And now he gets to host a show on MTV. Good for you. And everybody loves him. Like, man, that's Ricky, man. He seemed like a nice guy. Yeah. And all the bands like him because, yeah, he's cool. It's Ricky. He's always at the shows, man. That's Ricky. He's cool. But he's not. But he loves them, but he's not dorky. Exactly. Like, man, he's at all these shows. It's not like the other guys that show up at all the shows are dorky. Like, no, Ricky's cool. He keeps the dope on him, so the guys don't. Ricky's cool, man. Yeah, Ricky looks like a roadie. He fits in just fine. But he's better looking than true groupies who just hang out with him all the time. They can actually talk to him. He's cool. Yeah. That's why he got the job on MTV. Yeah, but I just didn't like the music. It's like, oh, damn it. Yeah. I don't want to listen to these. I mean, they might have sometimes played. We really played. out that character, didn't we? We did. Yeah. That, yeah. But that's that is Ricky. That's accurate. Yeah, he wouldn't be mad. Accurate. I don't think he'd be no. mad if he heard that. No, I think like, he'd be like, hey, hey guys, man. you got it right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I wonder how many followers he has on X. Because I a couple years ago, found all those old MTV guys, uh, uh, 
Kurt Loader. There was the other guy that did MTV News, and I can't think of his name. I follow him. But it was like, man, they had no followers, and it's weird. Those people were such huge celebrities in my mind. And then MTV changes, generations yeah, change, and they're just 50,000. Who does? Ricky Ricky, because yeah. he's got to be one you of the more what? active ones. 50,000. 50.7. Look up Kurt Loader. See how many he's got. Because Snoko, you, you mentioned Loader. Kurt Loader earlier. In my yeah. mind, he was like the guy. The guy. He, he, he was. was the guy who ran MTV in my mind. He yeah, knew everything. He he's the guy behind the scenes. He's the adult in the room. He's the bit, you know, he gives us Kurt the news. Kurt Loader's got 53.5, a little That's bit it. more. Yeah, but 53,000. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just kind of crazy. I thought he was like the boss of MTV. Of course. And if Twitter existed in the 90s, he would have had millions, millions. of followers. Millions. Well, like Carson Daly. Uh, yeah, but Carson Daly stuck around. He's doing yeah. the Today but Show he, and whatever. But was around back then during TRL yeah. days. Ah, and there's another news guy that I cannot think of his name. Chris something. I follow him. Oh, he was on the news uh, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he does not have very many followers. I he like that. Nina Blackwood. Right, so you were the 80s generation. You had Nina Martha Blackwood. Martha Quinn and Nina Blackwood. Martha Quinn. Yep, that was before my time. But they would Chris talk Conley. about them. Chris Conley. That's I follow it. him. Yep, See how him. many followers he's got. I'm one of them, by the way. Well, here's a little bit of chick. information for you that Kennedy. people like. You know uh, that wildly popular song everybody knows by John Waite, Missing You? Yeah. That was written about Nina Blackwood. Hmm. Hmm, That's who factors. that was about. Like, you know, he was missing her. What, did they date? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was a big deal, right? I mean, she was yeah, doing she commercials was for... Uh, Crazy hot. For cosmetic products and stuff like that. And then that's a weird thing, too, because they talk about how big they were. I'm born in 82, so I grew up with the 90s MTV. Those people were not on there ever, and I don't think any of my friends knew who those people were. But yet they had just gotten done being the biggest celebrities with young people like that there could possibly be. Exactly, in the 80s. And then, yeah, she boom. was just on that uh, Millie Vanilli documentary. Yeah, she was. Yeah. And still dressing the same and everything. Yeah. She looked yeah. pretty good. Yeah, she's probably. Good. Is she like in her 60s, maybe? I guess around When I was that. looking at her, I was like, she might be 50s, 60. 60s. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look. Here's all the original ones, what they're doing now. I've seen some of those Kennedy, updates occasionally redhead, over the redhead years. Redhead chick. Yeah. Mark Goodman. Allison, what's your name? She got a job at NBC News or one of those news stations, and so did the other news guy. He's got gray Didn't hair Kennedy now. Did Kennedy go to like a news station too? He, maybe, but the older guy with the gray hair, he does 48 hours. On, he's, he went to CBS Isn't News. Isn't that Chris Connolly? Oh, that is Chris Connolly, yeah. and I'm talking about a different guy. Chris Connolly mm-hmm. does work for CBS News. There was a younger guy. I can't think of his damn name. I'll have to tell you later. It doesn't matter. He was on MTV News no, all the time. Matters. He was like Kurt Loder's right-hand man there for well, a while. Mark Goodman. Yeah, uh, still has some shows on Sirius, which makes sense. Okay, that they does make that. sense. Yeah, but he's the music supervisor for Desperate Housewives. Interesting. That I wonder sense. what that entails. Uh, you just pick the music. Yeah, that's what I mean. Music. You go find music and put it to the scene and, and, and figure out what it's going to cost and all that stuff. Yeah, and make get sure the rights. But yeah. you actually like you know you help the director like oh. This song would be so cool in this scene. Yeah. If you did this here, it would be, you're That's the guy. That's job, a cool man. job. Yeah, yeah. and I'm sure you work job. closely with the labels because you're going to have to get the rights to those songs and create friendships and all that. That was my dream job for a long that, time. That's, you, you knew of this as a job? Mm-hmm. Just like doing it for television? I remember seeing, um, I think it was like Law & Order. It said music supervisor Dick Wolf, and he, had, he spelled it the same, last, same way I spell mine. So I thought I'd start thinking about music supervisor. Like, you just pick what songs you could do and... I'm a music snob, so I thought I'd be good at it. And yeah, I wanted to do that for a really huh. long time. Never thought about it. Didn't even know it was a thing. Uh, well, who picks those music? Picks the songs? Well, like in mo- I think of in movies, but in movies, a lot of times a director will pick the song. Not always. Well, they work together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the thing I was originally. I have friends who do that, Snowcone. I can get you uh, talking to them. I would love to do that. It's still a dream. I'm very curious what, you know, like we should give Snowcone a movie, take the audio away from it. And have him pick oh, man, the music it. and see, like, I'd let's do it. Forrest Gump, right? And he's just playing Elliot Smith, well, Waltz number two. Not playing that during. Well, I don't know. 
Well, you're why to play that during Forrest Gump? I'm saying when he's sad, uh, when when Jenny's dead. No, uh, when you got to pick the... timepiece songs right. for that movie. Okay, that's well, very linear movie during the this, same time. It's period. your job, not mine. I don't understand well, how I'm this works. I'm telling you, I want to pick Elliot. I just Smith. take some stuff out of shuffle and put it in there. Like I've been listening to this a lot lately. Let's see how this works. Mm. Mine would just be all Broncho. The whole the whole I'd movie would just be Broncho songs. I was originally going to tell Lazo the uh, NFL power rankings because it's Friday, the Thursday yeah. game. So, uh, but I don't want to go through all of them. But this I, is crazy. Let me try to guess. Can I do the top five? Okay, yeah, one, two, three. Can we start with number one and go down? Yeah, I'll guess. Okay. The Eagles. Number one, yes. The Chiefs. Nope. Uh, lost to the Broncos. I can't be too high, right? Yeah, but they're still six and two or whatever, five and two. I don't know. Um, lost to Detroit. Yeah, it's not Cowboys. Nope. The Ravens? Yes. All right. Number two. Number three. The Chiefs. Nope. Really? Really. The Cowboys? Nope. The Lions? Yeah. No. 49ers? Nope. No, because they lost 20. They lost like three times. The Bengals. This is a crazy one. Nope. The Ravens? No, no, we said the Ravens. The Jaguars. Yep, the really? Jags. That's where they've got I the can, Jags. I can just see the screen. They've got That's the fine. Jags at number three. <laughs> number four? Nah, I'm confused now. So they already did Jags at three, so who's four? Cow- the Chiefs now? Nope. Cowboys. Cowboys, yes. Good job, Snowcone, <laughs> looking at the thing. All right, who's next? The uh, Chiefs. Nope. The Lions. Nope. The coach we like. The coach we like. Uh huh. We love the coach. It's your team. It's one of your teams. Aliens. Oh, the Miami. They are. Miami. Yeah, they're six and two. All right. After Miami. Did you see him when somebody told him people were dressing up for him don't like turn Halloween? The screen. Damn it. No. Oh, oh yeah. Man. You talked about it, right? Yeah. Maybe. He's like, I don't even understand. They're like, I've never been speaking. It's not a thing. No one's ever done that before. Like, it doesn't exist. And <laughs> right. I'm like, no, really. People are dressing up like you. He's like, that doesn't compute. <laughs> right. Uh, that would be weird. Yeah. This, suddenly for Halloween, someone says they're dressing up like you're like, wait a second. He's strolling the one in Germany and all the people in there, he goes, I know what you're thinking. Bigger than you thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Dolphins well, are up there. Who's next after the Dolphins? The Lions. Nope. The Chiefs. Nope. Jesus Christ, I, I don't know. know. The Bengals. Oh. Then who's after the Bengals? I have no idea. The Seahawks. The Seahawks who, might be good. Who's after the Seahawks? The Chiefs. The Lions. Well, well they did beat them. So who is then after the, the Lions? Chiefs. The Chiefs. They're nine? They're way down there, buddy. And who's, then, after, who's after the Chiefs? Then the Cowboys. No, we already said Cowboys. They're oh, way up the 49ers. there. 49ers. 49ers. All right, so read them again in order. Okay, who's, so here we go. This is uh, Yahoo Sports. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, number one, Eagles. Mm-hmm. Number two, Ravens. Number three, Jags. Number four, Cowboys. Number five, Dolphins. Number six, Bengals. Number seven, Seahawks, number eight, Lions, number nine, Chiefs, number 10, 49ers, number 11, Buffalo. All right, we don't need any more. But uh, Buffalo's there. I right. just said Buffalo because they're 11. After that, we get to the Browns, so, yeah, you know, okay. whatever. But that's crazy. The Chiefs are barely in the yeah. top 10. Well, I mean, they haven't looked great. No, they haven't. They haven't looked great. They know they, I need them to look great. But, you yes, know, they're the defending world champions. I know, but they don't have any receivers. They don't have any receivers. They and they didn't. Really I can't don't. believe they didn't get any. They didn't get yeah, any. They didn't get one. Like, Is this I a really rebuilding don't season? It. I don't like, understand. I can't believe they didn't grab one. I mean, they one. got Hardman, but I mean, not, you know, that was our I mean, yeah, man, but, they yeah. got one right. after that. But they, they, they just instead doubled down and said, no, we've got this young What's talent that we believe in. Tony? Is he just out? No, I think. I haven't even heard people talk about him in a while. What? I don't know. I don't know the deal with them, so I can't speculate. I'm sure but I just they does. don't have anybody. You know, I thought they'd get some. No, at the tr- during the trade deadline, they put out something saying like we believe in our yeah. young talent yeah, or whatever. No, it's like, no but Travis doesn't. And yeah, by the Travis way, the young does talent not. doesn't believe in themselves. It doesn't right, appear. What are you gonna do? They might have enough to win it though, but we'll see. Oh. Hopefully, they come together. You know, they well, get all right. Well, Lazo, let me just give you this moment, Lazlo. Patrick Mahomes playing for the Chiefs, defending World Champions. 
What team is ranked above them in the power rankings? My Detroit the Lions. The Detroit Lions. So there you go, man. Jared if nothing Goff. else, enjoy it. Jerry go. Did you hear that team they played? I don't remember who it was. It was an interview, and he was like, I was watching tape, and you know, Jerry Goff is good. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> Jerry? They called him Goff. Jerry. Nice. No, why not? Jerry Goff. <laughs> hey, but you know what? There you go, man. They're, they're ranked above the Chiefs this week. We're so. going to the Super Bowl, baby. Are we there done? We're done. All right. Good show, Jerry. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo.